Today's guest is Chandler Audette. She is 27 years young from Washington State and is currently living in Thailand. She has been there for five years teaching English and has traveled all around Asia during her stay. Up until now, she has visited at least 24 countries, and I know she has some amazing stories and experiences to share with us today. Chandler, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Hello, sawadee Sawadika. Um, so the first question I'm sure we all want to know is how many elephants have you pet? Ooh, that's a good one. I feel like it's kind of disappointing though. I think I've touched like three or four. Hey, I think that's better than most people. So tell me about these experiences. Were they amazing? Were they, were they like more than you would have ever imagined? Or was it kind of like um, you thought it would be cooler and now you're disappointed? No, I don't think I've ever been disappointed. <laughs> I feel like I just go in with a pretty open mind, like let's see what it will bring. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, like elephants are just these massive animals. So talking about those experiences, just like interacting yeah. with them was incredible. And they like, just like, a little like, trunk just wraps around you. They spray you off with water. Um, yeah, it was fun just like bathing with them and being so close to these majestic animals. Yeah, I I know they're so cool. I I used to live in Thailand as well, which you already know. Um, and I went to a little market and they had like a baby elephant. They were just walking it around like it was literally their pet, and I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I was at a national park once, and we were, like, driving through, and just, like, a wild elephant crossed the road, and I literally just, like, burst into tears. Oh, like, my gosh. Natural element, and I get to see it, and it was, it was a pretty surreal moment. Oh, my gosh. Did you, have you had any of those other moments, like, um, you know, living, living there in Thailand? Um, yeah, I feel like I've had a lot. It's, like, hard to think of one right off the top of my head but yeah I feel like I've just had loads and I guess just traveling around Asia in general like you just see things or you get to try new activities that you just don't get when you're at home and you meet people with all these crazy perspectives you just get thrown into these crazy situations and you're like okay like I need to figure it out but yeah there's been tons of surreal moments. <laughs> so you've been in in Thailand now for a while um, teaching English. Did you imagine, you know, coming out of high school, starting college, finishing college, that you'd end up in Thailand or in another country in general? Um, I've always known that I wanted to like live abroad and it's like definitely always been something that I was like itching to do. Like after high school, I wanted to do it, but then I went to university and then graduated university. Oh no, you. Oh no, I lost you. Uh, I can hear you. Okay, let's, okay, keep going. So okay. it's been something that you've been wanting to do? Yeah, it's something that I like wanted to do my whole life. Like I would, every time I went traveling, it was kind of like, I'm not ready to go home. I want to stay here longer. Mm -hmm. And then as I got older, like the, I guess, ambition to move to another country just kept getting like, stronger and stronger. And so when I graduated college, I just kind of figured there was like no better time to do it. 
And so, yeah, I moved across, but honestly, I like came to Thailand for six months and I was going to teach English for six months and then like mm -hmm. back around Southeast Asia. I was never meant to be here for five years, but here I am. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was it that made you want to live abroad for so long or, or, or before you had moved, why did you, why do you say you've always wanted to live abroad? Like, was there, was there some moment in particular that stands out to you when you, when you were younger that, that made you, I don't know, have that desire? Um, I guess like growing up, like luckily for me, my parents prioritized like traveling and it was like really important for them, for like us to go out and explore the world and see new things. So I was like lucky and we went on like quite a few family vacations and it was just every time I went somewhere I was just amazed by it like we went to remember we were in like Costa Rica and we were like driving across the road and there's these like kids and they had like a stick with a string on it and they're just like dangling it over the bridge and I'm, like what are they doing and we like went to check it out and they had like a big old chicken hanging from it and they're like playing with the crocodile and I was like they're like these like little kids and I was just amazed. I'm like, this is how kids are entertaining themselves after school. And it was just, I don't know, every time you go somewhere, you just see things that are so new to you. And mm -hmm. like when I went, like I did, went to Nicaragua as well and like really enjoyed my time there. Didn't want to come back home, wanted to stay there longer. So I guess multiple experiences, just like every time I traveled, I enjoyed seeing how other people in different places like live their lives and it's just something I enjoyed experiencing. Yes, awesome. So how did you end up in Thailand? You were you were you applying before you graduated college? Um was was Thailand the only place you were thinking about? Were you thinking about other places? How do you end up end up there? Um I finished university and then I'd like gotten a job actually at a hospital in Portland so I like moved back um, home and I was like working in the marketing department of the hospital and mm -hmm. it was like a great job like everyone was really nice I did enjoy it I learned a lot but I was just still was like I want I want to live abroad I want to do something different so I just started like researching um, I've also like really enjoy working with kids so like teaching was something I've been wanting to try so I just kind of started researching like teaching English abroad. And I was really interested in South America or Asia, um, but uh, Asia seemed to just have a lot more options. So, or like opportunities. So then I'd like down between like China, South Korea and Thailand. Right. And um, just like read a lot of blogs and it seemed that everyone that taught in Thailand had a really positive experience. And it was like my first time moving abroad. I was a little like nervous and unsure. So it's like everyone that went to Thailand's had a positive experience. There's um, like it's close to a lot of beautiful beaches and you see to get around. And so it just stuck out to me. And then yeah, I just ended up choosing Thailand and finding like an agency to help make the move stress free. So was it hard to, you know, apply and be accepted? Because you, you, you got a job before you moved, or you got a job after, or after you moved to Thailand. Um. So like for me, I chose to go through an agency, so mm -hmm. to teach 
abroad in Thailand, you need a bachelor's degree and a TESOL certificate if you just want to teach like English. And so I didn't have the TESOL certificate. So I went through an agency that helped me get my TESOL certificate. Mm -hmm. So when I arrived in Thailand, I ended up like going straight to this hotel room that the agency like put me up in. And I was with like 30 other foreigners who all also just arrived in Thailand and were getting their TESOL certificate. So we did like a three week training and we like went into schools and did practice lessons and they just like helped prep us with like basic language and like cultural awareness and then um, teaching practice. Mm -hmm. And after we finished that, they um, placed us at schools all throughout Thailand. Mm -hmm. so I guess when I moved here, I knew that I would have a job, but I didn't know where it was going to be yet in Thailand. Gotcha. And for those who don't know, um, TESOL is a, is um, an acronym, I think, um, yeah. for teaching English as a second language. And that's a certificate that you can get. Um, many countries will require it. Um, some, a lot of countries will also require, like, like Chandler said, for you to have a bachelor's degree. Um, there's still opportunities that um, you don't need a bachelor's degree, especially like private tutoring, that sort of thing, or under the table work. Um, but for Chandler, she had her degree, so it wasn't a barrier for her. Um, she could just get started right away. Um, so as far as the training, did you feel like you were ready to teach after, you know, those three weeks? No. <laughs> uh-uh. I was so nervous and I like remember like my first day of school I like walked in and I was supposed to be like teaching English so I was supposed to have like 15 classes and I would go and see the kids like one day or like one hour each week you know mm -hmm. so just like rotating through and my first day of school they like called me in the office and they're actually like a teacher has left you're now a homeroom teacher and they just like handed me the books that like <laughs> the books and they're like this is your classroom and I just showed up and I was so nervous I had no idea what I was doing and honestly I just I don't think like I think the test certificate definitely helped mm -hmm. and like gave me the bare minimum I needed but I feel like I really figured a lot out when I was just thrown into the classroom with 30 kids and I was like okay I'm gonna figure this out but um there's like lots of other teachers there that I was able to like get support with and ask for ideas. So like it all worked out. That's so great. So so how do you end up there for five years? You were going to do it for six months. How do you end up living in Thailand abroad for five years? Um, I guess like for me, I really enjoyed teaching. So I came out here, I like, went to school for marketing and entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I came out here and I started teaching English and um, I realized that it was something that I really wanted to pursue. So then, but then I, I did have disagreements with the way like Thai government schools were ran mm -hmm. and I didn't agree with and I found myself quite unhappy in my working environment, but loved working with the kids and like loved teaching. What, uh, what was that? I, I didn't know that that was a thing for you. What what did you not like about the, the system? Um, I just think it's very like memorization. Like it wasn't a lot of like inquiry driven learning or like they just wanted to memorize everything and it was all about getting a perfect mark. So uh -huh. it was 
Um, it wasn't really about the learning process, which I think a lot of curriculums are like transferring to. And then I just think that in some instances, I just didn't agree with any of the treatment of the kids either. So gotcha. was, a little bit different than America. Yeah, a lot different. And so, yeah, so I guess there was just those disagreements where I just morally didn't agree with them. But I knew I really loved teaching and I was like, okay, I want to get on at an international school and see if I feel differently. So I ended up applying to an international, like a bunch of international schools and I ended up getting a job at one and then ended up going back to school and getting my teaching credentials. And then I honestly love the school I'm at now. Like I love the curriculum. I love the entire like, team around me. So I guess that's kept me here for longer than expected. So you went back to school. What does that mean? Um, like online university or what does that mean? Yeah, I ended up, so there's all sorts of like online programs that you can do. So I ended up choosing one called Teach Now and it's a US one. So for me, it was like also important in case one day I decide to go back to the States that I can fall back on a career there as well. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, to Teach Now because it certifies you in certain states, I think like Washington, D.C., Arizona. I feel like there's one more. Like, hey, certi- come to my state. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Moving in. I believe it's fair room. I've oh, got well. three. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I ended up doing uh, Teach Now and getting certified through that. And then that gives me the credentials I need to teach at international schools abroad. As well as if I go home, then I can still teach there. And, like, if I want to teach back in Washington, I'll just have to take the Washington State teaching exams and then apply for my license through there. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't know that that was actually a pathway that you wouldn't need to like do like a four-year teaching um, degree year or anything like that. Um, how long How long was that course, that Teach Now course? It took me um, nine months. So mm-hmm. it was um, fast but very intensive. Yeah. Say. Lot of um, a lot of work, and I'm not very tech savvy, and so it was a lot of like making videos or things like that. I remember my first video I had to make. I'm like, that took me like six hours to make that. Oh video. no! But it was a good learning curve. Learned a lot. So, um, did you feel like you were a better teacher after you had taken that? course or how how long into your teaching um, was it that you took that course? Um, I had taught at the Thai school for like a year and a half mm-hmm. and then I was at the international school for six months before beginning it. So I guess mm-hmm. three years of teaching. Um, I do feel like it helped a lot. Like it just helped with like techniques and um, the program was really cool because you related it to the class you were teaching at the time. So you, all the assignments were designed around the curriculum I was teaching. So I was like able to directly apply it to my teaching, and I, yeah, I saw major improvements throughout it. Definitely more confident in the classroom now. <laughs> That's great. That's so awesome. Did they? Um, oh, sorry. What what age are you? Have you been teaching? Um, when I first moved here, I was teaching, I 
there's so many like, it's like on the British curriculum. So when I first moved here, I was teaching year one, but I'm pretty sure it's like five to six year olds, which would be kindergarten in the US, I think. And then now I'm teaching preschool. Yeah, and I love it. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. So I commend you and all teachers out there. They have such little attention spans that I'm just like, sit down, focus. <laughs> I feel like sometimes my attention span can be quite small too. So it's like, okay, moving to the next topic. <laughs> it works perfectly. Um, yes. So if you guys get a chance, uh, you guys should definitely watch Chandler. Chandler has some funny videos for her kids. Um, so we might we might uh, put those in the in a link below. <laughs> but she's a great teacher. Um, I know we've talked a lot about teaching. Um, um, maybe we go more towards the the living abroad aspect now. Um, so, what has been the best part for you living in Thailand? I think it's just all the people I've met and just the places that I've seen. It's I don't know. It's I like in my first school I got really close with a lot of families. And they would just like take me in and they would take me on these like incredible family trips and you just see a completely different way of life. Um, and Thai people are incredibly kind, like they take such good care of each other. And that's been incredible to see and then try to like implement into my own life. But definitely the people and just getting new experiences and things that I wouldn't expect. Um, like been to some beautiful beaches and on some pretty incredible hikes and things that I wouldn't see if I wouldn't have made the choice to move here. Okay, so on the other end, what is the worst uh, experience that you you have there? Or um, what's something that you struggle with being there? It's like really dirty. And it's something like, like just like there's trash everywhere. And I, mm. when I see it, um, they don't, they're just finally stopped using plastic bags. So like that's a step in the right direction, but it's like the rivers and the oceans are just like the beaches are just filled with plastic pollution. Um, mm. And it does have, Bangkok does have some really interesting smells that I don't think even after five years you get used to. But yeah, I guess those have been like pretty hard to adapt to. You know, that's funny that you say that because um, now that you say it, I remember that being something that bothered me so much. I, I didn't remember it um, until you said it. But yeah, I felt like you could you could drink a bottle of water and then walk miles. And it's a, it's a big city and there's, you know, 7-Elevens or stores, but there's no trash cans um, around for you to even put your stuff. They don't even give you the option to throw it away. It's not like the Thai people are like, you know, like, lazy disgusting people i'm sure if there were if there were trash cans around um people would throw it away um but yeah they do a thing yeah there has been changes like i've seen more groups doing like cleanups around bangkok but then i guess it's just like you said like they just don't have the like setup for it so it's like even sometimes you'll see like bins for recycling but it's like when the garbage man comes to pick it up, it's all going into the same 
pile. Right. Yeah. So it's like the idea is there, but it's just not being executed yet. So baby steps. Yeah. You know, with every country, um, there's something that, that can be improved on for sure. Um, so let's talk about logistics of, of living there. Um, I, I didn't really get into that with my, um, with one of my other interviews. And I think that it's important for people to know, I'm sure they're wondering, um, how much do you make? And if this is like too, if this is too, um, uh, personal, let me know, but, um, I'm sure people are interested. How much do you make? How much do you spend every day? Can you save money? Um, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, I think that that actually plays into also why I stayed here five years. Mm -hmm. um, is yeah, you can save a lot. Like the you you don't like my salary when I say it's not going to be like wow she's making a lot of money. But at the same time, like the cost of living here is so low. So at my first job when I was at a Thai school, I was making like eight hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. Right. And here you couldn't live on that. No, you couldn't at all. And like, I'm quite frugal with my money. So like, I wouldn't say I was like spend like big spending or anything, but I would manage to save half of that every month. Mm -hmm. so, and at the time, like I came out here because I wanted to travel. So I would save half of it and save up for when we had a holiday so that I could go travel around to the other countries. Um, and then the schools will most often they pay for your accommodation. Mm -hmm. So the 800 that you make is just like for your living and like food costs and like street food is gonna cost you like a dollar for a meal. So it's really cheap. Um, I think my first, I used to live a little bit outside of Bangkok and my first um, condo cost me like $150 a month, but then the mm -hmm. school that. Um, so, I think once you have your like teaching credentials, then it opens a lot of doors like all around the world for you. Mm -hmm. Make living abroad be more similar to what you're used to living at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely think that you know um, initially, you know, hearing the salary. Um, okay, so for people for people that are coming out of college. Um, I'm sure they're like, oh yeah, whatever, because they, they're probably making minimum wage um, coming out of college anyways, unless they, I don't know, unless they like were uh, doing like nursing, um, engineering, whatever, something that's like really highly desired. Um, but most people coming out of college or maybe that are um, coming out of high school probably will be like, oh, okay, cool, you know. I can live on that, but for people that have been working for a long time, maybe our older audience, they might be like, oh my gosh, like what you, I can imagine them going, oh, there is no way I could ever do that. Um, well, especially, you know, if they have kids or something like that, but like you said, the living, um, the cost of living is just so much, so like, so, so less than, than um, what they would be used to as well. It's yeah. all relative. It is relative. And it's like, also, I guess what you want. So if you're older and you're a teacher, 
and you have years of experience, like you can get a job in Bangkok for sixty to ninety thousand dollars a year. It's oh, like okay, really? It's like I guess it all depends. Like I'm a new teacher. I like the small community field, the international school that I'm at. I can live just fine on my salary. So it's like I for me it's fine, but it's like if I guess it all just depends on your like experience and what you have because it's like, yes, there's jobs that are only going to pay eight hundred dollars a month and then you know, suddenly you're gonna pay like five thousand dollars, six thousand dollars a month. So mm-hmm. there's options. There are options. Um, <laughs> so I think that's that's um, pretty great. Um, what's next for you, Chandler? Are you are you going to be there for another five years in Thailand? I hope not. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I don't mean it's so bad. I hope not. I've like loved all my time here, but I'm always like, just one more year. But I don't know. If I'm being honest, I don't necessarily know what's next. And I feel like every time someone asks me that question, I just give them a different answer because I have all these things I want to try and I'm just not sure where I want to go next. But I'm interested, I'm still interested in like South America, um, interested in New Zealand, I'm interested in like Spain or Italy. So I think at this point, just applying to jobs and putting it into the hands of fate. (laughs) That sounds great. Oh, one thing that I didn't ask you is, You've been there for so long. Do you know Thai? Uh, I do know a little bit. I can understand it pretty well. And I just need to stop making excuses and be more confident when speaking it. (laughs) But yeah, a little bit. Okay, tell us something. Tell us something. Um, Chanrat Kunka. I love What's that you. Mean? <laughs> oh, wait, so, say it again. Chanrak Kunka. Chanrak Kunka. Yeah, I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Kunka. I feel like I learned that at some point, but you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. Especially if you're not like very good in the first place. <laughs> um let's see oh okay yeah so so for um our listeners that have gone abroad um but maybe haven't lived abroad or or are thinking about thailand um do you have any advice or suggestions um or you know two cents about um their their next steps i think like i've had a lot of people reach out to me about moving abroad and they get really excited about it and then a barrier or something like stops them from doing it. And I think like the biggest barrier is just like making it a priority and like something that you want to do. So it's like, if it is something you want to do, reach out to people that are doing it like get advice and then like make it a goal and just like any goal, like there's going to be steps to make it happen, but just, I don't know. I guess just make it a goal, decide to do it, and then start working towards the steps. But there's tons of agencies out there that will like help you find job placements if that's something that stresses you out. Um, and also, if you're not 
if you're interested in living in Thailand and you're not a te you don't want to be a teacher, like there's tons of other job opportunities out there. As well. Really? Like what? That that is a question that I have for you. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, there's like a lot of jobs in the hospitality industry, so like hotel, like management jobs and things like that. Especially if you're bilingual, like they really value that. There's my little brother's a dive instructor in the south of Thailand. Um, lots of engineers. Shout out to Noah Ada. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Engineering jobs. There's just loads of opportunities. I think like Bangkok's a massive city, and there's so many expats here, and not all of us are teachers. So I think. There's, yeah, tons of opportunities. There's something that you want to do. Would you say that, uh, or would you tell somebody to get a job and then move, or move and then and get and then get a job? What do you think about that? I think that's a personal choice. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, going on the whim and figuring out when you get here, and it's not going to stress you out. Then I would recommend just coming here and figuring it out. Um, especially if you have a bachelor's degree because if you have a bachelor's degree and you come out here and you want to do something else and it's not working, you can always try teaching English until you find another pathway. Um, but if that's something that's really going to stress you out and maybe ruin your experience, or then I would recommend applying to jobs beforehand. So That's great. Have I missed something? I'm wondering if I've missed anything. Mm. I think that's it. Um, I really, I really did like what you said though um, about um, you know people having barriers and uh, if they really want to do something, they should find somebody who's done it before and then basically you know ask them how they did it or model them. I, that is exactly what we're trying to do here. You know, people might see you, Chandler, and um, they they might be inspired by your story and want to move to Thailand. And hopefully, this podcast um, will help those listeners, and they'll get a little bit of guidance. Um, do you remember the link uh, or the agency that you went through? Any shout outs for um, for the companies that have helped you or anybody that's helped you? Unfortunately, the agency that I went through no longer exists, but wow. mm -hmm. there's another site that is where I found my current job, and it lists just jobs all around, um, teaching jobs all around Thailand, and it's called ajarn.com, so A-J-A-R-N.com, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. like loads of teaching jobs, so you can just go on read the job description, see if you have the qualifications for it, and then it'll have like an email address where you can send in your resume. So even if someone doesn't have the qualifications, would you say to send to send a, a resume or would you say, no, no, you definitely need the, the qualifications? I would send in the resume anyways. That's what I did for the international school. I didn't have the qualifications needed really? at the time. I have them now, but at the time I didn't. I just 
applied and told them that I was really enthusiastic and <laughs> wanted to get the proper credentials. Um, and they did, yeah, they accepted me. Um, but I would say apply, but then if it's something like you don't have your bachelor's degree, then that's going to be difficult for the school to process your working permit. Mm -hmm. Not impossible, but difficult. So I would just say be open about it so the school's aware so you don't have problems once you get here. But definitely just still apply and tell them that you're enthusiastic about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so again, don't let barriers in your way. Um, I, I know in China, people would um, fake fake uh, degrees all the time uh, to get these these jobs. You know, Chinese people would just like make a make a random degree certificate and it would fly. I don't know if it works there in Thailand, but um, it, it was definitely a common practice there. Yeah, I haven't heard of anyone. I've heard that people do it in China. I haven't like met anyone that's done it here, but I'm not, I couldn't answer if that works or not here. I don't actually, I've never met, tried it. Well, you could be the first to try, audience. <laughs> Let, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comment it, it, it below and let us know. <laughs> um, so if they, if they were looking for other jobs, is there another place that they can look for jobs? Um, there is another website and it's like escaped my brain right now. But there is an, another one and... It will like help you find jobs all around the world, like especially hospitality jobs, but I can't think of the name of it for the life of me. But yeah, I'll send it to you and then you can write it in. I can't think of the name, but it does it. I've looked on it before and it's had like jobs from all over the world and all sorts of industries. And you can kind of put your profession, what country you're interested in, and like really narrow down the search for you. And it'll be a great source once I can remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go ahead and send it over whenever you remember it or get a chance to think about it some more. Um, thank you, Chandler. I think that, that we're going to wrap it up. Um, I think that was a great interview and hopefully um, people are inspired and have learned a little bit. We talked about um, TEFL, the teaching, uh, te TESOL, te teaching English as a second language. Te TEFL, what is TEFL? That came to my mind, teaching English as a foreign language. Is that any different? Um, some schools will have like weird requirements or they'll prefer one, but I think they're the same thing. I've never quite understood the difference either. I think okay. the same exact thing, TESOL and TESOL. They just have different, a slightly different name, but they're the same thing. <laughs> I okay. have okay. TESOL and I have the TESOL, but we all are teaching English out here, so I don't think it matters which one you have. Okay. So... Guys, think about it. Um, if you have a bachelor's degree, if you're interested in teaching, um, or uh, you know, even even if you're not, I, there's still there's still options available. Um, and um, I know this from experience. Uh, my sister lived in Thailand, and she didn't have a degree. She actually taught CrossFit um, in Thailand. We'll get to her interview another time. Um, but there is so there are so many ways to do it. Um, I don't really like that that term um, 
so many ways to skin a cat, but it came to my mind. Maybe there's a better way to <laughs> to say it. Um, uh, to lick a lollipop, we'll just make up our own. Um, <laughs> I like that better. I don't know. Um, but don't let uh, don't let your mind get in the way. Don't let money get in the way. Don't let your fear get in the way. Um, there's there's always there's always a way <laughs> to um, do something and uh, if you set your mind to it and you really want to do it um, it's everything's possible guys so thank you so much Chandler for being on our show thank you you're amazing at Kapkunka Kapkunka Chokdika good luck <laughs>